Should you be bummed out if you hit what was dubbed the most irrelevant home run of 2021? Stay tuned. I explain Locked On Cubs coming up now. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning to you. Happy Friday. The weekend is here. Are you glad? Are you ready? It's Locked On Cubs. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison, at Chicago Cubs PA, at Locked On Cubs. Please engage with us on Twitter. Like I always say, it's much more fun that way. We want to take the time real quick to thank you for making Locked On Cubs, your first listen every morning. It really means the world to me to have you guys out there listening to what we're preaching. I'm just having fun here, flying by the seat of my pants. I want to thank Alex Cohen for his time. He's the voice of the Iowa Cubs. Phenomenal broadcaster, really great dude. Had a good time talking with him. We'll have many more guests as well on Lockdown Cubs in the ensuing weeks. If we had a better producer um, other than yours truly, we'd have better bookings, but we're getting there. Thank you for being with us and thank you for making us your first listen today and every day. Lockdown Cubs, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, free and available wherever you find your favorite podcast. So please download us, subscribe, and engage on social media. Well, top five, we finally cracked it in our ballpark food tour. Best ballparks for food options in all of Major League Baseball, top five, along with the best food options singularly at that park. Plus, it's a good debate always that I've had with Cubs fans, and it's more of an eye test than a sabermetric measurement, I guess. Can you measure clutch? Can you measure what a clutch hitter really is? We dive into that. might surprise you, this list of the ones that were measured and how they did it, we'll explain. But first, the most irrelevant home run in all of 2021. How in the you-know-what do you come up with that? Well, I'm going to tell you. This is the kind of thing that you dive into when Major League Baseball is locked out in the middle of December, but I'm not going to lie. I absolutely love it. I don't know if you've seen this or not. But Fox Sports MLB writer Jake Mintz took a deep plunge, and I mean deep, into analyzing each and every home run hit during the 2021 season. Would you care to guess how many long balls were hit during 2021? Okay, I'll tell you. 5,944 home runs were hit across Major League Baseball in 2021. What Jake did is, and I'm not being facetious, he used a a relatively scientific system here to kind of break this down as best as he could to deduct what would essentially be the most irrelevant, least important, meaningless home run in all of 2021. So let's take the steps that he went through. First, you have 5,944 home runs on the board right off the bat. He narrows it down to 489. Smart. Take a big chunk right away. This was using a statistic called WPA, which if you're 
a sabermetrician novice like myself, you have no idea what that means. So let me tell you, WPA is a stat, and this is right from the book, that measures the percent change in outcome that a particular play causes in a given game. So let me give you an example. A walk-off home run, in other words, a gigantic WPA. Whereas a ground ball in a blowout game in the seventh inning between two last-place teams, next to nothing WPA, okay? Uh, StatHead has a really cool function I've learned called Pivotal Play Finder that allows you to sort every single MLB play in history by its win probability added. So that WPA is good at determining clutch. So according to the Pivotal Play Finder, 489 home runs in all of 2021 across the league had a WPA under 0.01. In other words, 489 home runs had less than a 1% impact on the outcome of the game. So those 489 garbage time taters is where our journey begins to find the most irrelevant home run in all of 2021. Jake Mintz, this is good stuff, man. So 489 now we're left with from 5944, crazy, all the way down to 105, and here's how. Low impact on the season. That was the next set of criteria. Good baseball teams can scram, or our least important home run has to be from a game that involved two teams out of postseason contention either statistically, emotionally, or both. So we're looking for a game that had no bearing on the final season standing. So that removes all home runs involving the 10 postseason clubs, okay, plus Seattle, Toronto Blue Jays, Oakland A's, and the Phillies because they were all still essentially in the mix during the season's final week. So we're also going to take out teams that tied for Major League Baseball's worst record. That's the Orioles and the Diamondbacks because a tiebreaker ended up gifting Baltimore the number one pick in the draft. So for better or worse, every game ended up mattering for those 210 loss teams. Does that make sense? 105 down to 53. We eliminate the first half of games. Very rare to have a team totally buried in the first half of the season. Hypothetically, yes, I know. But at least theoretically, hard to have a team buried out of playoff contention 100%. Definitely not eliminated in the first half of the season. So that 53 takes it down to almost 33 now. Almost contender teams. Meanwhile, there's a number of the non-contender teams, such as the Mets, the Padres, the Reds, who were very much in the playoff race for a good chunk of the season. All the way, really, till mid-September, you could say. If we filter out their big flies before they fell out of contention, those clubs, that Knicks is another 20 home runs and whittles our number down to 33 from 5,944. Stay with me. Are your ears smoking yet? 33, now we get it down to eight home runs. The top eight, here's how. Away homers only. Because if a homer is hit by the home team, even the most irrelevant home run, there's always pomp and circumstance. There's fireworks at a lot of ballparks. There's cheering. There's an extra PA announcement. Maybe a curtain call, depending depending on the situation. You never know what will make a kid a baseball fan for life. So if we take away the home home runs and make it away homers only, the final eight list has three Chicago Cubs on it, all from the same game. No respect here, Jake Mintz. August 13th, Cubs-Marlins in Miami. Essentially a meaningless game. Robinson Chirinos homered with the team down 14-4. to Frank Schwindel homered 
with the team down 14 to five and Ian Happ homered with the team down 14 to seven. Three of the top eight most irrelevant home runs from your Cubs in the same game. All of these next by Jake. Whew, thank goodness. And here's why. Final ended up being 14 to 10. Too much comeback potential in that game, believe it or not, because it was 14 to 4 and ended 14 to 10. Five home runs remaining. Five home runs remaining. What was Jake's winner for the most irrelevant home run in all of 2021? Down from 5,944 taters to one. The most meaningless. Marlins Rockies, Coors Field, August. Both teams already toast in the standings. 11 to 1 score, eighth inning. Miguel Rojas hits the most meaningless home run that you can hit all season long. Sorry, Miguel. A home run's a home run in the bigs. I mean, he ain't fooling me. But Jake Mintz says it's the most irrelevant home run the whole year long. Mr. Irrelevant. But hey, even graduating last in med school makes you a doctor. Fun little uh, fun little teaser exercise there. Top five best food options in Major League Baseball coming up shortly. Finally made it to the top five. Good stuff. Before we get there, I wanted to ask you if you have heard or tried the all-new Built Bar. It's basically a candy bar, but it's not. Tastes like one. It's better. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness. It's rich with decadent flavor, and it's covered in chocolate, but it's low in cows, low in sugar, low in net carbs, low in fat, but super high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. It's delicious and healthy. There's a ton of great flavors. Mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. If you like those marshmallowy treats like so many of us do around the holidays, you need to get your hands on what they call Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. They have different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe they're filled with protein. If you haven't tried Built Bar, I suggest you do so today. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com for 15% off your order. Locked on Cubs rolls on after this. Good morning once again, everybody. This is Andrew Bellison. If you like the show, if you don't, I'm your host, Joe Smith, at Chicago Cubs PA on Twitter, at Locked On Cubs for the show. Thank you for taking the time each and every morning to make Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your first listen. I swear to you, it means the world. Uh, this is all Cubs all the time. We are dedicated to the Chicago National League Ball Club, and it's great to have the opportunity to interact with you guys again. I'm just having a, a ton of fun. Uh, happy Friday, first of all. Second of all, the weekend is here. Are you ready? Maybe you have a date this weekend. I know I do. Where are you going to go? Well, there's some good food offerings here in the top five of Major League Ballparks. Unfortunately, they're locked out. So you, you can't take that special other half to the ballpark for dinner. But come summer, if things open up again, which we hope they do, we have the fourth best food ballpark in all of Major League Baseball. Can you guess what it is? Takes us way out west to Oracle Park in San Francisco. Possibly some of the best food offerings across any stadium in all of Major League Baseball. 
This for me as a pescatarian eats a lot of raw is my first choice for the best food in all of major league baseball. Check out some of these options. Now this isn't the most healthy, but it's a great start. Freshly baked cookies and ice cream sandwiches from cream. If you want something really healthy and this really sounds great to me, there's literally a fresh produce garden behind center field. That's used for smoothies and juices. Where else are you going to find that anywhere in intermajor league ballpark? There's impossible burgers, which for those of you unfamiliar, are meatless burger options. Maybe not always the most healthy, but they're meatless and sure is nice to kind of take a bite of a burger without eating the meat once in a while. Nice treat. And impossible burgers are a very good meatless option in terms of flavor. There's also a San Francisco classic. You have to have the Ghirardelli Hot Fudge Sunday. That's an option. However, According to this survey, the best food option in the number four best food park in all of Major League Baseball is the Mission-style Burrito Bowl. And I've said this before. I said it a few days ago. Mexican cuisine is hard to beat. It is one of my favorites. If you have had this, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, check it out. Spanish rice, pinto beans, nacho cheese, fire-roasted salsa, crema, jalapenos. It is really, really good stuff. Number three on our list, all the way down from 30, we go way out east to the other coast now and City Field with the Mets. The third best food offerings overall of any ballpark in Major League Baseball. No shortage of options if you've been to a Mets game at City Field, surely. They literally have their own Shake Shack inside the ballpark, which is insane. They have risotto balls from a company called Arancini Brothers. If you're not familiar with the Italian Arancini, it's like a big giant fried baked rice ball. I mean, ridiculous. Dipped with some marinara sauce. Phenomenal meal, phenomenal appetizer. Try an Arancini if you haven't. I promise you, you'll enjoy it. They have the legendary steak sandwiches there from Pat LaFrieda Meat Purveyors. Um, Any of these could really be the best food option that City Field in New York has. And one of the big reasons they're number three overall for best food option, best food ballpark in all of Major League Baseball. But the crown in this list goes to the deep fried Fuku chicken sandwich, which is a spicy chicken sandwich from Fuku. It's the best thing to happen to the Mets, as they put in the article, since Keith Hernandez and his mustache came to town. That is the winner and a big reason why the Mets in City Field are the number three ballpark for best food offerings around all of Major League Baseball. Number two and number one next week for the best food offerings in Major League Baseball. The food tour for me, as I channel my inner Guy Fieri on Triple D, has been a blast. We uh, we roll on here shortly with a statistic or uh, a, a sabermetric um, principle that supposedly can't be measured, and that's clutch. Can you measure clutch? What makes a hitter clutch? Well, somebody found out a way to do it, and I want to dive into that next because I love clutch. You say, well, that guy, man, he's we need so-and-so up. He's clutch. And I thought that was something you couldn't measure, but apparently I was wrong. Before we take a look at who's clutch and who's not, I want to take this time to remind you that Ben Online has you covered all season long with more props, better odds, and more lines than ever before. Football season's knocking on the door of the playoffs. Ben Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action all season long. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today, and you can receive 
a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50%. Just use the code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, for your 50% promo on your first deposit. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to all of your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Lockdown Cubs continues right after this. Good morning once again. Happy Friday. We are kicking the weekend off with you. Thank you for taking the time to start your Friday with us. Maybe you're on your way to school, on the train, at home, sleeping in. Maybe you took off. Good for you. Long weekend, heading to work. We're Regardless, uh, we're free and available wherever you find your favorite podcast. And we thank you for taking the time to subscribe on YouTube. Check us out, Locked on Cubs. Um, and, and downloading the show. It's awesome to hang with you. Please engage with us socially at Locked On Cubs at Chicago Cubs PA. So one of my favorite, I'll call it a statistic, and it's really not a statistic because up until this point, any hardcore sabermetrician would argue that you can't measure this. It's non-quantifiable, in other words. And now my answer to that is kapui because it's not true. Check this out. This is really cool. This was written going into 2021 season. So it's a little dated, but the principle is something I wanted to share with you and something that I found very interesting. Uh, Joel Reeder of Bleacher Report put this together, which I just absolutely love. It's essentially a full in-depth look at a non-quantifiable stat in the Sabre world, but he made it measurable, and that's clutch. So what he did is he used four different metrics from the sabermetrician catalog, we'll call it, to put together a clutch measurement. He used batting average with runners in scoring position. He used batting average in high leverage situations. He used weighted runs created with runners in scoring position, which is a player's total offensive value contributed with runners in scoring position measured in runs. And he also used weighted runs created in high leverage situations, which is a player's total offensive value contributed in high leverage situations measured in runs. So basically, you know, you're taking these high leverage situations, converting these into the output of runs that came from them and taking these then into what would be a clutch statistic. If you could measure that, um, taking these certain offensive benchmarks then were set based on offensive numbers since 2019. So they essentially used a larger sample size the, the prior two full seasons in doing this. Like I said, this was before the 2021 season. Um, and a weighted point system was then created for the ultimate list. Okay. So here it is using those four sabermetric principles as um, the criteria, the top five most clutch hitters in all of baseball. This list is going to surprise you. I promise you that. I, would have, I wouldn't have guessed one player on this list. I would have been way off. Okay. Number five most clutch player going into last year, Shinsu Chu. 372 average in high leverage spots the last two years prior um, to 2021 and tied for sixth among all qualified hitters. Surprise you a little bit? I was surprised. 
This one, number four, Fernando Tatis Jr., speaks for itself. And after the 2021 season that he had, I'm sure he'd be even higher on that list. So that one, not a huge surprise. Number three, this is crazy. Jose Iglesias. Are you kidding me? In high leverage situations the past two years, 404 average, which was third, good for a top 10 spot among qualified hitters, not a traditional run producer, and his high batting average may took a look a bit hollow at first glance, but a deeper dive reveals he's one of the best clutch hitters in all of baseball. And who says you can't measure clutch? Top two most clutch hitters in all of Major League Baseball headed in to 2021 using this set of uh, principles by Joel Reeder. Number two. Michael Brantley, not a huge surprise, maybe. I don't know. I, did, I wouldn't have put him this high on the list. I mean, great ball player, just not, man, I wouldn't have thought that. 347 hitter with runners in scoring position, 397 hitter in high leverage spots over the course of the first two, his first two years with the Astros. Brantley uh, re-upped for two more years the winter before, so last year, heading into uh, 2021. And this one, okay, was probably, for me, one of the only surprise, non-surprises on the list, along with Fernando Tatis Jr., I guess. And we just went through the top five. He did the top 25. So check this out online if you want. Uh, Joel Reeder of uh, Bleacher Report, really good stuff. But he dubs as the most clutch hitter heading into the 2021 season as... Freddie Freeman. And I th I don't think you can argue with that. This is ridiculous, by the way. He hit an absurd 423 with runners in scoring position during that shortened 2020 COVID year. And the end result was a well-deserved NL MVP award um, and a third straight division title for the Atlanta Braves. And we all know what the Braves did last year um, as well with, with Freddie Freeman leading the way for them. So interesting to see where the most clutch hitter in all of Major League Baseball ends up. As a uh, as a free agent first baseman, I would not be opposed to seeing him here. It depends how deep the Cubs' pockets are, but that's for another time. Had a blast with you today. Next week, uh, like I said, the best ballpark food in all of Major League Baseball, number one and number two, finally, plus much, much more. Be safe this weekend. Enjoy yourself. Thank you, as always, for tuning into Locked On Cubs. Engage with us on Twitter. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison. We'll see you Monday bright and early. Have a good weekend, everybody.